Hey, what's going on, guys? If you're listening to this on something that's not our Patreon, and that's patreon.com slash dubs, and this is an old episode. Um, this is for the patrons, for the patrons, by the patrons. Thank you, patrons. Uh, check out the patron thing. There's things on there. It's cool. You should check it out. All right, and start the show. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another fantastic podcast. Yeah, there's a lot of podcasts out there, but this is another fantastic podcast. It's fantastic. What up, yo? Hey, Patreon, how you doing? New year, new me. Back on my bullshit. Have we done a podcast in the new year? Feels like a minute. I don't think we have. Maybe we haven't. I think we did. Well, probably. Probably. Oh, well. Well, this one's the new first podcast of 2019. Yeah, if not, it is now. Um, Before we get started, a quick shout out. A special Patreon patron spotlight to... Sean O'Brien. Oh, look what we got here. Oh. Sean O'Brien. Is that Sean? Thank you for so much support there, boy. We really appreciate it, Sean O'Brien. Oh, Shawnee boy. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the Patreon. Thank you, man. Thank Big you ups. for the, your, your ups, continued man. support, dude. Believing in the dream. <clears throat> He's Keeping been, the uh, pirate ship floating. That's right. He's been riding a boat for a minute now. So, first things first, folks. We asked the people. We have a podcast coming up, and we need your questions so we can answer them. You got questions. I may or may not have a vague answer. We also need things to talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, we doing the stream fucking, what, five, six times a week now? Yep. Yeah. Get a lot of my podcasting out in the... We're just giving out all this podcast material for free. 20-plus hours, whatever it is, streaming we do. So now I'm always like, ah, we need more segments. Ah, questions, <laughs> questions for the people that'll help. When it comes to podcasts, we got nothing else to talk about. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to think even things, uh, maybe after this, I'll, I'll, I'll try to go into detail about some things I might have said on the streams, because not everyone catches every minute of the stream. Yeah, That's yeah. what you got to remind yourself. Is some, there's someone on the Patreon that just l reads the blog. <laughs> right. So, we realize we got to keep the pod going. for you. It's for you guys. All right? For you. So, speaking of you guys, you guys have questions. We are here to answer. Let's start. Um, so, I got... We so both, we, posted, we both have giant lists yeah. of questions. Mm -hmm. We're going to go through. So and, on our Patreon um, page, we uh, ask you guys for yes. questions, and we will give you answers. Uh, travel plans for 2019. Very good question. Great question right off the bat. Let's get into it. Uh, I don't even think we've discussed hmm. this with us as no, a group. We haven't. But here we are. Yeah. Well, I mean, we definitely want to travel, but we want to do like some new stuff. So we're thinking, if possible, out of the country at some point this year. You know that what? would be the dream. That would be nice. I told myself I need to travel more because I need to give myself experience to give more anecdotes as a life experience, as, you know, making content gives you more rounded perspective on the things. Yeah, so Pops traveling for that wisdom. I need to get out and see other parts of the world, not just even the Americas, which yeah. is, God bless, you know, Just the USA. inside of this house. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, I want to hit a lot of the major cities that we haven't hit. Chicago, we need to go there, go there, because we went there, but we weren't really there. We, we didn't there for like, a day. Yeah, we didn't really get to explore uh, anything like that. Like Portland. And you, you, you've traveled a lot, Pops. You've been yeah. to a lot of these places already, <laughs> but... We've missed out on like some of the major cities first. Um, let's see, we did Boston, Seattle. Been I'll there like so many times. New York. We need to show some New York New love. York. New York Comic yeah. Con. I'm thinking about, but 
I don't know how difficult that con is to get into because this con, San Diego, is a fucking nightmare. It's a bunch yeah, of ass. You can't you can't go anymore. It's yeah. just sold insane. Out the sold out. Instant it goes live. I but, wouldn't mind um, going back to Boston for PAX. I yeah, wouldn't mind that. That'd be around my birthday time, right? Uh, March, yeah, it's March-ish. in March. It's, okay, it's still in that kind of uh, wintry kind of feeling. At least for we're from California, so we see snow and we automatically assume winter. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh, they said that they like the vlogs and the slideshows and the story time. So I'm thinking yeah. uh, we should use our trips to you know get more of that because mm-hmm. you know we go to Seattle for the eighth time and it's like. What, what do we all. vlog about? Yeah, now we're talking about crazy I mean, homeless people, which shit, is still well, good. Shit will still happen. That'll be different. But, mm-hmm. you know, we've been there eight times now or whatever. So, yeah, we're trying new new stuff. We really got to sit down and, like, plan it, plan it, though. Yeah. Off but, the top, I'm going to guess some major cities, maybe one or two by the I end would, of the year. Would be I cool. think on my bucket list, PAX Australia's got to be on that yeah. list. I think that would be so fucking cool. I always forget to look it up. Or Australia what time, is what like, year it comes out. Is yeah. like on my bucket list to go see, and I'm sure all those Aussie boys would like to get some Vegemite. <laughs> Throw a yeah, shrimp yeah, on boy. the barbie. Hell yeah, boy. Just put a little Vegemite top of your head. It'll stop the drop bears from dropping on you. And then uh, that would be great content. Or just to talk about because I mean I'm sure a lot of people want to go to Australia and see what it's like and yeah that would be an experience for us man for my first time to be out of the country so we'd have a lot of shit to to record capture yeah. a lot of nice footage for you yeah, guys a lot of foreign stuff You'd be like mm-hmm. what's that car mm-hmm. never seen that, that car before that's not hey, how what are you talking about like this is my vehicle this is what I'll take you in Australia <clears throat> there's probably a bunch of fucking weird slang and words you're not gonna, it's gonna be funny we're gonna get lost and are there, stuff are they the ones that drive on the other side of the road. Or is that they do everything the other way around? Everything. They, they, <laughs> the toilet even flushes the other direction down here. Yeah, everything's topsy turvy down there. Also, Twitch has a TwitchCon Europe. Ooh. Oh. Don't know if we'll be able to make that, but I've heard some other streamers like Pentahearth is going to that. It'd be, oh, Penta. It'd be pretty cool to see that. That yeah, would be it, cool. It would be nice to go to a new con that we haven't hit yet. Don't know too that, many Euro streamers. Well, I, I mean, know you, I mean, if I would go, I, I would the crowd be, would be like, I would go for content's sake to go travel the touristy spots, you know, you know, get yeah, that'd fill. be fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweden, go hang out with Retro Johan, sexy Swede himself. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think there's DreamHack in Sweden. It's also a convention there. It's just stuff to kind of plot out for the future would be kind of nice. TwitchCon didn't say where they're having that. They, they always wait. I think it's in to... Belgium, the Twitch Europe. Oh, I think. Very the U.S. Fun. one, though, they don't mention They haven't it until announced that one yet. Right. Yeah, that one's still on the radar. Hopefully somewhere new, though. Uh, but, yeah, more traveling, more vlogging of the things and the, the, the stories, lots of that. Yeah. Straight Hype says, what's your favorite Nickelodeon show, Kids Fox Kids show growing up? Uh, favorite, uh, something. It's got a lot um, of years. It's got, like, eight questions in here. Whoa, jeez. Favorite kids show growing up? Favorite um, kids show? Dude, too many to name, man. All that's got to be, like... Helped me shape what I Just, thought sketch comedy was as a kid because it was like, oh, this is SNL for kids. Yeah. And it was mm-hmm. still a very funny, well-written show. Yeah. All the golden years of the Nickelodeon stuff like Rocco's Modern Life, Hey Arnold. Yes, yes, uh, yes. All yes, that yes, stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Ren and Stimpy. Ren, yeah. Dexter's Lab, Cartoon Network around that Dragon time. Ball Z, all the, all the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. A lot, all of, the, lot of Ninja Turtle stuff. A lot of Batman. Old Simpsons had a Simpsons. huge influence on oh, yeah. a lot of Simpsons. A lot of South Park. Dexter's Lab, Cow and Chicken. That was a 
weird, obscure one. I cool. liked Angry Beavers. I thought Angry, Angry Beavers, Angry Beavers. Was, was pretty funny, yeah. Um, yeah, dude. Fucking Nickelodeon Cartoon Network in the 90s was yeah, killing it, man. Just, I don't know what they're doing anymore. But I couldn't name any Nickelodeon cartoon right now that a is a one. present Nickelodeon. No, not one. Uh, oh, yeah. SpongeBob. SpongeBob, that's, I think. You know what I really like? I, re- I really like the ones that were like, um, oh, yeah, cartoons. And they were like a fucking mm-hmm. series of different uh, one offs. Kablam. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cartoons. Kablam. I think there was one more. Cartoon, cartoons. Like a Those are really dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you'd see a show and you'd, it would be like the pilot. I think that was a way for them to air pilots and like make some money Test off it, of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're kind of biased because, I mean, we grew up with those shows, but I just feel like they're just written so much better and just so much production. Like goes into how they used to, how good they used to be compared to the kids shows now. I don't know, Damon. Have you seen My Pretty Pony? I have not. Or My There's Little Deep. Pony. I don't know. I don't know but I was, I was talking to someone. They were like, I just rewatched Rugrats, and they're like, there's. You can tell it's written by adults, obviously, mm-hmm. but there's like so much parenting like humor in there yeah. that you probably didn't catch as a kid because you had no kind of reference on how raising kids was. No. Nope. Yeah. That's why I think those shows are written so well is because you could go back and watch an episode mm-hmm. of Rocker's, Rocco's Modern Life, and it's like, this is adult humor, yeah. even though it's a kid's show. But mm, so. that nostalgia, grabbing those those yeah. beautiful orange VHS tapes. Mm. Wow, that All neon hunting orange. orange. Ah, yeah. those Nickelodeon VHS tapes, boy. Nothing screamed mm. gack like that orange. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> Nickelodeon orange and the fucking slime green. I was fucking tossing those Rugrat tapes in and out all the fucking time. Those big, bright-ass orange VHS tapes. As a kid, I always wanted to go to the Nickelodeon headquarters and see their geyser fountain of the oh, goo. Yeah. Yeah. The the Nickelodeon studios that they'd always in Orlando. show. In, yeah, slime. That was like the dream as a kid. Yeah. Like, I want to get slimed. <laughs> Gack me. <laughs> so weird. Kids are fucking into like gooey stuff yeah yeah what is that i think it's something to do with the prank mentality like you got pranked (laughs) i think that's what it is got him um let's see he has a lot in his one his one thing he asked let's give somebody else a chance i don't know straight hype asking all these less is more bro we'll come back to you this guy's trying to con us with all these there's more than one question here hold on let's move the line it's multiple maybe we'll come back because maybe we'll come back because they're pretty good questions in here um do, 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 do feel free to look on your list. So we're looking. But yeah, thank you guys for I didn't think we'd get so many, but god damn, there's a lot of goddamn questions. Oh, you guys got a lot of questions. We I got, got a couple lot. of answers. Any thoughts on doing a tour? Shit, dude. I don't think we could fill a <laughs> I don't think we could <laughs> yeah. fill a thing. I mean, a fill a, a a comedy club or something would be insane. I don't even know what we would do. I guess we could do like some sort of live movie commentary or something. Oh, like a live I, dub it out. Oh. Like, it would be cool to See if we could hit up one of the PAXs and if they would let us do a panel where we watch a movie and do a movie, live movie commentary. But, again, there's always the scary thought of who's going to show up. Yeah. How, how many, who's not going to be Who showing would up? Show up? <laughs> Who would show up? Yeah. We maybe should... we'd be surprised or maybe we'd be like, oh, there's five people here. Yeah, that's oh, how okay. I feel like it would go. Like I... We'd sign up for a panel and, like, ten people would show up. We'd be like, okay. Well. I think if we did it, like, we would have to be hyping it up, like, ahead of time to incentivize people to go to yeah. packs to go see us mm-hmm. right it'd be like all right this next packs we're going to be doing our panel if you guys want to show up we'll do a meet and greet it'll be this big fucking thing it'll be fucking awesome yeah you really gotta like promote it i yeah. guess and sell it and all that but yeah, yeah. if there was a way to gauge though. if people would show up 
We've just, I think it'd be cool. Yeah, we've talked about it before. It's definitely something we've always wanted to try out, but I don't think like we're quite there yet. I think, I think our be... egos are, are a little bit too low for our <laughs> own britches. Yeah. Yeah, because we'll, we'll meet and hang out with people from PAX's, and they're like, who you guys here? You guys doing a panel? I'm like, no. Yeah, I'm no, here for the panel. convention. What are, what are you talking about? Like uh, other people who have booths where they're like selling their merch, they'll see us. Like, oh yeah, the Djibouti, uh, Djibouti guy. That's you. Oh cool. What are you doing? A big panel or what? Like, no, dude. I don't know. Oh, you guys don't have a panel? You guys How do you have a booth? That's crazy. Like, dude, you guys one. should have a booth. I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> but yeah, it would be cool. I and mean, we're fucking sit like this anyway, so it wouldn't be much difference. Yeah. Right? We basically is a panel. Although we would right have now. prying eyes staring at us at my very whim trying to like mm. look at me in person, another person <laughs> on the other side of it. Mm. But yeah, I that might be nerve wracking. That would be pretty fucking cool though, to do like I always kind of wanted to do like the Tommy Wiseau TV show because they're smaller mm-hmm. and do that because if you can't do like a two hour movie in front of like a panel, it had to be kind of like a 30 minute bit. Yeah. yeah. Have to be tight and concise. Unless you find like a really short, shitty movie, you know. Sure. Yeah. Really sometimes I think movie. the panels run in about an hour and then they do questions. So sometimes they tail off. That's a why I would bit. say maybe a 30 minute QA. Yeah. That'd be cool. Maybe yeah. we could like bring some clips and do a dub it out, like put some clips together, make it like 30 minutes or something like that. Do but a hey, live dub. If you would... guys uh, gave us some like incentive to go do such a thing, I, we might have to have to do I it. I mean, it would be cool if we tried out something like that and we show up and there is a big fucking crowd like That'd that would be, be mind-blowing yeah to me. wouldn't believe it yeah that would be amazing wouldn't believe it unbelievable unreal um thank you for the question uh fish slayer good question, good question. ever been a time you got mad to stop being friends i know you're friends and family but do you consider yourselves to be colleagues um i'll i'll start first i remember we were coming back from seattle our mm. or it was seattle right yeah and our mm. plane got canceled oh yeah yeah. i was probably the saltiest i've been in all all day (laughs) your life in my life uh, actually i was probably the most mad and it's one of those types of mad where you're just snapping at anybody yeah and i remember i snapped at damon and i was like i didn't need to do that everyone was snapped louis was completely snapped yeah everyone was snapped it takes a lot to get out of it i was tired to push louis over the edge but yeah we're all in like a really bad mood i remember suck we had to get across the street Mm -hmm. we don't know how to get across the street we got all of our luggage the flight was canceled we got to get the hotel we got to find the the shuttle how does the shuttle work do you know how the shuttle? i don't know how the shuttle (laughs) hey you you're a guy who works here how's the shuttle work oh you guys got you guys are in the wrong area you got to go who said we were supposed to come here and it's just fucking people were hungry People were hangry. It was it was not cool. But, but once the dust settled, once I got some food in me, I said, you know, Damon, you know what? Shit happens, I'm sorry. dude. I had you know a bad what? day. I said, you know what, Pops? It's all good. Baby. Shit happens, it's all dude. Good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I, being I, a brother, I mean, fuck. I've got punched to... my brother in the head, but I still <laughs> love him. You know, shit happens, yeah, I man. Mean, we're like family here, so yeah, we get mad at each other all the time. But yeah, it's human. Yeah. The part where he says, I know you're friends and family, but do you also consider yourself to be colleagues? What does he mean by I don't, that? Yeah, what does that even like, mean? Like respectful as like a, you know, worker? A co-worker <laughs> essentially. I mean, yeah. We try yeah. to make this like a business, so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if we didn't take it professionally, then you guys would probably see the, you know, the shitty version of what we're trying to do. Mm. So we all I think we've kind of hold each other accountable for trying to make it the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh I think it turns out pretty good. Yeah, because you kind of need other people to bounce off of in the first place. Because if you're like, you know, it's even like, uh, like you said, being accountable. It's like going to the gym, right? It's just easier if you have one person who's like, 
mm-hmm. yo, let's get up early. I'll meet you there. Yeah. Because if they don't do that and you know, going solo, sometimes it's easy. Mm-hmm. Fucking hit that snooze mm-hmm. and just fucking eat. Yeah, <laughs> just eat. <laughs> and just sleep instead of going to the gym. You know, it's uh, that's the hardest thing about doing this. This whole thing is we got to, you don't just show up and some guys like do this. You got to show up and then you got to figure out what to do and then you have to delegate what to do and then you got to do the thing finally. Mm-hmm. It's annoying when fucking that first half takes up your whole day and you're like, oh, I didn't get to do anything because I've just been planning things I got to do. Yeah, yeah. But it's, but, um, it's fun. It's a dream. It's a lot of work, man. Yeah. And all that stuff, though, we we try to be like respectful to each other too. Like sometimes, like when I'm lagging, like I'll say sorry to Pops for wasting his time and stuff like that. Like just keep it. Like you said, keep it professional, mm-hmm. even though this is us working for ourselves. Try to do our best to keep it like that, like a yeah. business. You know it's I mean? easy to fucking just not because Coast. if you work at the Apple store, you walk in, you got your uniform on, you're in a different building, you put a smile on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you clock in. Mm-hmm. But you when you roll out of bed in. and you see the same motherfuckers you see every goddamn day, yeah. yep. it's easy to be like, <clears throat> yeah. But on the flip side, it is weird to consider this work sometimes because, I mean, we're making fart jokes. We're playing on a live stream. So there is that side of it where we are having fun and we are joking with each other because that's what makes it so relatable and so fun to be in general. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought these questions get so deep? They're pretty good. These are good yeah. questions. It's, mm. it's really important to have that balance, the balance of, like you said, we're having fun and joking around, but at the same time, we need to make sure that we get a certain amount of work done for the day. And I think that uh, can't keep the lights on. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Exactly. Um, kind of diving into another question I'm looking at right here from my boy Drew Dominguez. Um, along the same topic, he said, "Any tips from working from home?" I mean, same thing. Oh, just, there it is. Yeah. yeah. Just try to. What we try to do is try to get a certain amount of hours in a day that's just work, and then after that, do you? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I tried so many times. Like time management's just not my thing. Yeah, I'm me so fucking bad at it, dude. And the, with, when it comes to being creative, it's like it's like a snowball. It's like you kind of have to start, and not a lot's getting done. And then once you get into it, you're actually doing the heavy lifting, and shit's getting done. And it's but it's like now you're kind of in the flow of working, and then it's like time to do something else, or it's, I got to go to sleep, or it's fucking four in the morning, and you're just mm-hmm. like fuck. It. So when you catch those like flows of work, that's when it's hard to stop, and then sometimes it's hard to get into that flow of work. Yeah. Um, um, but I would say if you are working from home, I mean, I'm sure you're you're focusing on your work, but there's also the moments where you need to step away from it. You need to go yeah. outside. Yeah. You need to focus on yourself being a human being because mm-hmm. I, I can see that mentality of I wake up at work, I need to work, I go to sleep. And you get that cycle, you need to break that sometimes. You need to go out, yeah. travel, it, do something. It, if it's you don't do something scary. like that, you'll get unmotivated very quickly because yeah. you're you're working yourself too much. And you got to think of it like you take a break at a regular job, you yeah. take a lunch at a regular job, True. you just need to take that time, put it aside. Let the sun you hit your bit. face. Yeah. Yo, here no one tells you to take a break, so we just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. We just don't do it. And then you realize uh, at the end of the week you're crazy, and you're like, oh, I forgot what yeah. it's like to talk to a human being. <laughs> I haven't talked to anybody besides Justin for a week straight. I need to get out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, getting out of the house is one thing. I try, I'm try. i trying to get better at that, too, like planning a weekend like day trip or thing, like at least once a week mm-hmm. just to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you got to have things like uh, the 
too. And then you got things like Postmates. It's like you really don't oh, fucking have to just, leave. Now yeah. you're a hermit. Now you are just that troll under the bridge. Like, hey, I, <laughs> Justin <laughs> made that discovery a couple weeks ago and hasn't left the house since. Amazon just... drops on mom's bread. And Postmates, I didn't even know. They deliver anything. They'll go get you some eggs if you need to yeah. cook something. Crazy like, shit. I need a I need a strawberry milkshake at two a.m. Postmates, where are you at? Mm -hmm. And they'll come through. Yeah, you gotta you gotta plan your weekends. As, you gotta plan your free time as much as you plan your on time. Dude. Yes, that's mm -hmm. actually a really good. Like you gotta too. do both. And yeah. I fucking never plan the free time. Yeah. That's why our friends are always mad at us because they're like, "You motherfuckers try to plan fun shit at nine p.m. <laughs> yeah. on a Friday," and I'm like, "Oh well, that's." It's the only time I stop and look around, you know? Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, we should go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should leave this house. We should get out the house. Um, Yeah, it's man, that's like the, been the biggest thing I've been thinking about for a while. So you ask yep. that question, I'm like, fuck, Just dude, I've been all over it. that balance. I've been trying to, like, trying log to hours, both. trying to, like, measure time and see what can I get done, where am I wasting time, Watch out for Instagram because you can go down a rabbit hole. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. That's what sucks, too, is when you're working on the computer as an internet connection. Yeah. You just fucking waste so much time. You go, I need to write an email. Wait a minute. So What's that distracted. thumbnail? Yeah. <laughs> Two well, hours gone. Yeah. You find yourself down the YouTube rabbit hole. But, yeah. Uh, let's see. Marcus asks, have you ever experienced any, uh, something paranormal? I think we've been asked this question before. But I, I mean... As a kid, your your imagination kind of gets the best of you. I think I remember having like seeing UFOs because I was like in the middle of like the woods in the cabin, like my grandparents' mountain cabin, seeing flashing lights. Mm -hmm. But it could have just been a fucking helicopter trying to find a, a <laughs> lost dog. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, nothing specifically like ghosts or anything like that. I've never had any kind of shit like that ever happen to me, and I've I've been out here looking like. <laughs> I've been hanging out with some friends one time. One of my friends, I think I talked about this on the stream before, but one of my friends used to live right next door to a graveyard, and we were, like, super drunk one time, and I was just like, dude, let's go look for some ghosts, bro. And he got he chickened out, so he didn't end up doing it. But he'd always tell me all these crazy ghost stories that would happen to him because he lived right next door to it. So I was like, shit, I want a story. Yeah, dude. But nothing ever happened, so I, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing either. Fuck, dude. You know what I've always wanted to do for content, but it's like uh, – a pipe dream like it would never happen or if it did it would take a lot of like planning and stuff remember that show mtv fear where they put like these two people in like abandoned psych wards and they have like the gopro on their face and they go you have to stand in the boiler room oh. for 10 minutes yeah yeah Jesus, doing that dude. for content would be fucking amazing mm -hmm. and if it was live too that'd be so fucking sick I used to love those shows just because of how stupid it looked when the GoPro was attached yes. to their face and their the entire background moving. Steady cam, yeah, but just the face is what's getting tracked. The shit looked hilarious. <laughs> yeah, just the background and everything's moving, but their face is just always dead center. Oh, uh, I used to love shows like that. But yeah, I never seen any. No aliens. No ghosts. I remember maybe dreams, but that doesn't really lucid count. dreams. Yeah, but that doesn't that count. The one thing that kind of happened to me that is just a crazy coincidence. I remember watching this one movie called The Fourth Kind. It's like an alien abduction movie, and um, in the movie, I think there's this thing where they always abduct you at like three thirty-three or oh, that's three a.m. Yeah. Three a.m. Yeah, 
And right after I watched time. that, yeah. And after I watched that movie, I remember I woke up like exactly three thirty-three that uh, night. I was like, "Oh, oh what oh, my butt was going on?" I was just like, "That yeah. was a very unfortunate coincidence that that happened." Yeah, I got some weird coincidences. Some I notice. Uh, I'll, I'll never like the times I do look at a clock. There's a weird repetition thing where I sometimes more so more often than you'd think I'd look, and it's nine eleven. I'm like. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> the truth is out there. And it's it's <laughs> weird because like I think about it and then it's like around that time. So I'm like, I look and it's 9-11. Oh, and it's like, <laughs> no. not again. It like keeps happening. You know, I guess that's paranormal There's going to be someone that listens to this podcast mm. and it's going to be 9-11 once you said it was 9-11. Oh. And then there's also going to be a person that wakes up at 3-33 and they're going to be like, wait a fucking second. Wait. Wait, Whoa. Wait, 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 wait. You're about to be abducted. Maybe. Daniel asked, was the Broly movie any good? We saw the Dragon Ball. Do you recommend super. I should go watch it? I'm a, I'm a Dragon Ball fan, but I'm not like super fan. I think you should just because it's... I think the best movie in the franchise. Should I wait for it to become on demand or should I go see it in theaters? I say go see it in the theater just because it was an experience, man. Mm -hmm. Like the sound and all the action scenes, like the fact that, I don't know, it's hard to explain. It's just like an the, energy. Uh, the energy, mm -hmm. the experience, the sound, everything, just amazing. 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can feel it in the crowd. That was what's cool about it. So I don't know if you go see it now. I don't know how quickly a Dragon Ball movie falls off in America these days because it's not, it's rare that there's a Dragon Ball movie. But mm -hmm. I was just going to ask how much of the anime, you know, is Chi Chi, you know, doing the get the kids to school type of shit in that movie? They do a good or job is it pacing. just straight Saiyan's land, Saiyan's fight, Saiyan screams? So it goes like they do the backstory of the Saiyans and then it just jumps right into the fight right after that. Mm. It's like they find Broly, and then as soon as they find him, they get to Earth, they start fighting. And the rest of the movie is basically just one long fight. Because what's the Beerus movie? The Beerus movie takes a lot. Because there's it takes like, a long time for them to get into it. They're having a picnic. Mm -hmm. Krillin's right. doing a derpy thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> Krillin's mm -hmm. being a derp. When does Beerus show up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one, it, the pacing, like you said, is pretty good. They get into it fairly quickly. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's saying backstory politics. And then it's saying lore. Yeah. And then it's mm -hmm. like catch you up. And then it's Broly. And then it's Broly shows up. And then I don't know. It's pretty good. They, even in those moments where they're telling the story or they're like doing the backstory, the politics, they do a little cool thing every now and then or show a green bitch bend over and show her ass. So oh. yeah. they, they, they sprinkle some things to keep your attention so you don't fall asleep. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Otherwise, it would be 90 the, minutes of screaming at each other. Right. Like, I think yeah. one of the biggest ones is they're showing the Broly uh, where he is in the present time before the fight. And then, uh, yeah, I think there's, like, trouble coming. He goes, Broly, help! And you see Broly show up for the first time, like, as an adult. And it's really cool. Like, he mm -hmm. fucking, dude, he fucking decks this thing. And you're like, yo, he's sick. And, like... <laughs> There's a lot of moments where the crowd went nuts, and you cool. could feel them clapping, and people going, yeah. oh, like people, yeah, dude. The screaming was dope. The, the and screaming, the roar of the crowd, like while people are screaming, mm -hmm. the the effects that they had when people were powering up. Because, I mean, in Dragon Ball Z, you see people power up and transform different shit all the time. Yeah. It's so watered down, you don't care anymore. But this movie, it's like every single transformation, you get goosebumps. Mm. Like, it, it's that good. 
Very cool. They did yeah. a better job of instead of the show, at least as far as you remember, the show is a lot of just standing there. Yeah. This one, they're a lot more animated, and it's more of a spectacle. It's not just. Yeah. It's just like. Like they just yeah. go fucking nuts and the vocal cords rip and there's fucking lights going off. You're like, holy shit, that was and, cool. And this movie did a really good job of making you realize the scale of in which these battles are happening. Like cool. how much shit is getting fucked up. Like what a battle would like that would actually look like in terms of getting knocked through landscapes and shit. Um, Justin was saying there's this one scene that's really funny where Broly gets punched. I think it's by Vegeta and motherfucker literally goes through like seven mountains and they do like a POV where they follow him. But it's like, holy, like the magnitude you realize mm -hmm. like these motherfuckers are strong. Like yeah. this is crazy. But, um, uh, how awesome. much super awesome. would I have had to need to see? Or can I just go in this raw dog? No super. Um, Dragon Ball super talking about, you don't I, need to know much, not too much. Cause they, I mean, they just do transformations. Mm -hmm. They don't really explain what the transformations you got are. Goku, they just, you got Vegeta. Here's another saying. Let's charge yeah. up. Their hair changes color. And when their hair changes color, they get stronger. Yeah. For someone that's never seen Dragon Ball, though. That's a mess. You'd be, you'd be lost. A mess. You'd Absolutely. be so lost. Don't do not do that. Probably like the same way you're probably lost with this conversation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then there you it go. It was cool. I liked it. As a Dragon Ball fan who has peaked at Super, not really watched a lot of it or not really gotten into it. Like, I know the characters and roughly what they do, but I haven't watched, like, the whole series. It was a good time. Mm -hmm. Sweet. I had a good time. I mean, yeah. it, is, it is what it is. They're working with what they got. The show wrote itself into a corner with those power levels, but you know it's it is what it is. It was it was a spectacle. See, Justin's more of a I'd say a casual fan when it comes to Dragon Ball, so he loved it. I'm casual super fan, casual hardcore super fan. Z and original shit. Okay, super. Um, eh. for, okay. If you're like me and you're a diehard even for Super, you you love this movie. If you haven't seen it yet, what are you doing? Yeah, Damon couldn't get enough of Super when they were like premiering in Japan. And I was like, yeah, I, I followed so all lost. that. I followed all that stuff. Yeah. But that's just because just love for Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Ball. just anything Dragon Ball, even if it's shitty, poorly written super. GT. Uh, I started GT. I haven't finished it yet. Yeah, but probably, I think you skip towards the middle and you kind of yeah, work your way towards yeah. the end. It's not that bad. Uh, let's see here. Who's next? Uh, what hobbies do you guys have? I love hearing stories about the work you put or y'all have done before or outside of the show. Like Pops being a butcher <laughs> or seeing Justin on the keyboard. Thanks, much love. I'm still trying to learn some piano stuff when I can. I think it, I like, I wish I had learned it when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I was all over the place. I played a lot of ukulele, guitar, and now I'm on the keyboard because I'm like, damn, if I knew how to play the fucking piano, I could make beats. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to get into beat making and doing more of the rap songs and stuff, but um, I don't know. Yeah, that's a hobby that we really want to get more into this year is just making good music, whether it be like parodies or even like real songs that we want to make. Like mm -hmm. We want to try at some point to release maybe an album like of just our funniest songs or something like that. But it would be cool to do an album. Just some kind of music, any kind of music making. We really want to learn. That thick soundtrack's a banger, dude. It yeah. slaps. That's more it. Darnell. It slaps. slaps. Uh, well said, Pops. And outside of this, I mean, the, doing the podcast, doing the streams, doing the arts, doing all that, the artwork stuff, I mean, there's not much room. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I don't really hobbies. consider what we do for, like, creating content as work. I always seen it as, like, a hobby. Mm -hmm. And it's a hobby I love to do. And, but, like, I still go home, like, even I'll go home and I'll research how to do a Snapchat green screen filter for the stream so we can do stuff live and then make... All this fucking whatever we do is fucking crazy and insane. 
and um i like it so computers and all that pc master race type of stuff so yeah yeah always trying to better our technical technological savviness um but yeah also the art stuff we you guys know oh yeah you guys are artists amazing artists we want to really get a lot better at doing art and i want to at some point start doing commissions because it's something i've always wanted to do but i kind of put on the back burner because it was always just a hobby of mine but i want to get to the point where my shit's actually good enough to to possibly sell that's why i love doing the art stream it's a cool way to do that and do it as a form of entertainment it's mm-hmm. fucking awesome i love yeah. the art streams so much thank so you much fun. guys to tune in for that too awesome yeah really appreciate you guys watching us when we stream let's see looking at the questions looking at the questions uh, let's see let's see uh, questions you guys wrote questions what's the worst physical fight you've been in mine was probably either with louis or pops when i was a kid that's about it Louie um, got in a lot more fights with random people. I was Louis, just going to say Louie. always in fights. I, I punched, I open palm striked Louie when I was probably like 10 or 11. And he was just being a, a Louie was the worst kid. Yeah, dude. He was. Like, it, he was, It's man. hard for people to understand because like they don't, there's so much history between all of us, right? Mm-hmm. That Louie was like the worst kid. And admittedly, so he would admit this too. He's like, dude, oh, yeah. I was a piece of shit. Louie was a sensitive bully. Yes, the and worst type just, of bully. Yeah, the worst kind. So it's and like he, he goes for the throat. He dude. bullies people, yeah. but if you say anything back, yeah, he'll go for the throat. <laughs> yeah, I think all of our biggest physical fights were with Louis. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, think, I love I that. think I've even punched him a couple times. I love that. Yeah, but we don't really get into much. We're, we're those people. We walk away. We try to be smart about. I've seen like too that. many dub it out videos <laughs> yeah, to know dude. that I do never want to get into any altercation out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah, no. People fight dirty too. Like, no. We just seen too many people get messed up. And I hope people that do watch Dub It Out watch it and be like, I don't ever want to fight either because you could see what happens to you if you fucking get an ego and you're drunk and you're talking to some dude, you will be knocked out. Yeah. And yeah. maybe worse. So don't it's, fight people, please. It's, yeah, you could, it could be somebody that you think you could take, no problem. Not yeah. Worth it. <laughs> Not you just, you worth never it. know. Not yeah. even just the physical stuff, but you don't want to get arrested. You don't want to do any of that. Trust me. Once mm-hmm. you're both drunk, it's all out the window. Have mm-hmm. a good time. Be a lovable drunk. Uh, let's see. Look at the questions. Look at the questions. I have been in a couple tussles while being drunk, but that's neither here nor there. Boys will be but boys. Don't do as I do. Do as I say. Walk away, people. Boys will be boys. Thanks, Storm. What's it like seeing the fan base grow in the last 10 years? 10 years, dude. Man, to be honest, it still is mind blowing to me. It's crazy. It man. is so crazy that Real people crazy. enjoy what we do this much that we're, we're we have this platform to keep entertaining and providing content and stuff like that. It's, it's fucking sick, dude. But to see like what it used to be and how big the community has like grown since then, and how not only has it grown but how positive it is. Yes, because you could have a toxic community and that would be awful. But the just how loving and welcoming everybody is that watches our show. It's, does me proud we got a good crowd man oh yeah we got a good crowd that makes it that much better like you said type of not even having a crowd is cool but the type of crowd is cool Mm -hmm. yeah that's like the best part is they're good quality people i mean we've we've met them yes we've met a lot flesh and uh a lot of like people have done cool interesting things with their lives and their careers from all different types of backgrounds it's like i never dreamt of having 
a quote unquote fan base by any means. Mm-hmm. But to do live streams and see an instant gratification of people laughing at something you said, that's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Feels uh, good. There's, Feels good. I mean, it strokes your ego a little bit, but I mean, to do stuff where people want your content is even greater, I think. Yeah, like the way it all started with doing videos and then it's just like, uh, boom, there's lots of numbers on your video. Yeah. And I was just like, well, that's neat, but I don't know any of them. It's not a personal, it didn't feel personal, right? Mm-hmm. It's like they say you make it and then you put it out there. It doesn't belong to you anymore. Mm-hmm. They take it for what, what it is. They experience it their own way. Yeah. And then doing the... Djibouti Studios, and then seeing that turn into the stream, and then that, and then it went from like instead of just being this ambiguous big number, or you're like, well, it's a lot of people who watch the thing I made. That's really, that's cool. It's like a cool little, almost feels like a little bar trick. But hey, I got this thing. It's got some numbers on it. It's cool. But then when we made the the, the stream, and there's a community, then it became like personal. Yes, it became mm-hmm. cool because you get to know Dankstorm, Mario. You get to know these names. You, yeah, you feel yeah. like you actually know the people. It's not just a number because a number can just feel like a number. Yeah, it's empty. But now I know. Like if person. you were a musician, you're like, your pops, your fucking new twerk video went nuts. You've sold so many, and you'd be like, cool, it's just cool. a number. Cool. But imagine the feeling when you do your first show and you step on stage oh and gosh. you're twerking next to Cardi B, and yeah. everyone's going pops, pops. And then Cardi you B. would be like, yo, this is like personal now yeah and cardi b goes pops yo yo twerking this is so inspirational to me <laughs> thank you miss cardi b <laughs> i am also a fan of yours as well thank you card b but uh, i mean please brush your teeth cardi going b. back to that being like we've talked about like the like a like a panel i'm sure i would have that third phase of like i living a dream yeah yeah right this is this is beyond just, you know, telling fart jokes behind a microphone. This is yeah, like dude. people mm-hmm. consume our content and love it. That's why we love meeting the fans so much because it's like people that just genuinely enjoy what we do. It, it's always awesome meeting how cool they are. Yeah. yeah it's really cool when we're live and you see the things people write and say to us. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this thing happened to me today. It's just the, like I fucking love that, dude. I do too. That shit's fucking hilarious. People come up with the funniest shit and just yeah. share it with us. It just feels really personal. That's the best part. So not even like the fan base so much growing, which is awesome, and it has been, and it's cool, but seeing it get more personal and more like real and intimate, I guess, stronger, like that part is really cool. It's also two-way street. I mean, I've shared some of my, you know, inner self with you guys. Yeah. And it's cathartic. It's like getting a weight off my shoulders in a lot of ways. That's what's trippy to me is that we're at a place where we're comfortable enough to do that. Because, yeah. man, growing up, I was super introverted. Like this, I, I could never have pictured myself b- being a streamer, doing any kind of this stuff. But I mean, the fact look, that- look at our first, like, li- when I was first shown on the Djibouti Studios YouTube thing, I was mm-hmm. the guy in the back with no mic. That was pretty much... <laughs> with no mic. <laughs> that pretty much summed up who I was yeah. at that time. Mike. Yeah. So, yeah. And me too. The first time I showed up on the podcast, I was just like, just you could tell, just super like hesitant, feeling uncomfortable on camera and shit like that. Now I'm telling personal stories yeah. about what happens to me every yeah. day. Like it, It's cool that we have a community where we can do stuff like that and they'll share right back. So it's like everybody's just comfortable. Like comfortability. It's cozy. Yeah. yeah. The fan base is dope. Yeah. Dude. Uh, thank you guys for watching and listening. Mario says, what was it like growing up in Texas, Pops? Uh, <laughs> Texas is a great place. You know, wholesome people, great town, great people. Just, uh, you Yeehaw. know, boys, 
Cowboys will be Cowboys. Everything is bigger down there. <laughs> What's yep. up, Mario? Thanks, man. <laughs> Never been to Texas, by the way. Never been. Carissa, what was it like seeing Chris D'Elia and getting to meet him? I think you put a picture up on your Instagram. Oh, um, it was it was awesome. Uh, I love seeing him live. He's hilarious. Where one, was it at? One of my favorite comedians. Um, I've seen him a couple times, but the picture that I posted was at the Irvine Spectrum. Gotcha. I went and saw him. And I didn't really get to meet him. He was, like, taking pictures with people. And, I mean, you want to try to take the opportunity of saying what's up to him. But at the same time, I get so nervous around, like, people like that. So I always try to say what's up. So this particular time, I think I got to say two words. Because, like I said, I was just nervous and shaking. Just, Chris, love yourself, Chris. And he's like, oh, hey, those are really dope Jordans you got uh, you got on. I was just like, oh, appreciate it, man. Just like, gosh, you fucking complimented my, my Jays. And so it was just, like, really, really cool for him mm-hmm. to actually – break the ice and say that to me and like kind of got me out of my nervousness and everything i was like oh man he's a really cool dude so now you have the reverse perspective of when someone wants to wants to talk to you at like a convention oh yeah yeah and i've had that happen to me before like uh it's always a trip there's there's one time i got like like it's recognized somebody was just like yo you're damon from the Djibouti shit we watch your stuff i think this was like knott's berry farm a couple years back he's like yo can we get a picture i was like hell yeah dude let's do it he put his arm around me and he's like shaking like trembling like i could feel how nervous yeah. he was i was like holy shit like this is what it feels like to be on the other be end cool, of this dude be cool yeah. be cool dude yeah but it, it was really cool just to to see both sides of that yeah but yeah it was awesome meeting chris Aaliyah. dream come true love him yeah he's awesome funny guy I hilarious saw him, we saw i saw him with you uh in san diego that one time that was the that? first time i think we ever went to see him yeah yeah that was cool he was really funny and mm-hmm. that was like i hadn't been to too many uh comedian stand-up things but i've always wanted the only one no we've got to do i got to hit all my bucket list i think all the people i've ever wanted you to saw do chappelle. we saw yeah we saw chappelle. Saw Dave chappelle for my birthday that got one to year. see chappelle in the front row i saw louis ck i got to see oh you saw louis ck i forgot yeah, dude, it was funny before or after the whole Bef- before it was yeah like right before i think yeah it was right before um it's hilarious it's funny so hilarious. hilarious. But yeah, Chris was like one of the few guys who waited and took pictures with everyone. Mm-hmm. And like oh, they cool. sold his merch and he had a little merch shop set up and yeah. he took pictures with everybody. It's even, it's like 10 times more uh, nerve wracking when you're trying to meet Chris D'Elia because he roasts everybody for everything. Mm-hmm. So you're, I'm just like, you don't want to be in yeah. this crosshairs. I don't want to hear about myself on his podcast the next week when he's just talking. Some nervous black dude came up to me the other day. Yeah, I was like, anytime I'm at one where it's like an intimate little show like that, where you feel like they can look, they could see you, mm-hmm. I'm always like, please don't make fun of me. Please don't make fun of me. <laughs> please I don't roast like, me. I was like, nah, man, uh, I'm, looking, I'm looking decent. I got my hair, nothing in my teeth. And I was sitting there. I swear he was like, I think he was making fun of like single people. He's like, you guys are, he said like to the crowd in general, he's like, some of you guys in here are in way too good a shape to not be, like, he's making funny. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, can tell yeah. you fu- some of you losers are single. He's like, who'd you come here with? And I was like, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> no. A word of advice. If you're in the front seat of a stand-up, you will be picked out at. Yeah. Because it's just going to, it brings them into the crowd. It makes you on your feet versus I'm the one on stage with a spotlight. Mm-hmm. I have power now once you pull someone from the audience into it. Mm-hmm. Be prepared. I've been that person one time. Yeah. Some like no-name comedian. I was sitting in the front row. Um he comes up to me. He's like, "Look at this guy, looking looking like Drake." And remember, he got no laughs. Like nobody, everybody's like, "Huh?" Okay. Well, he kind of okay. he's, he's <laughs> light skin. He just stand up, turn to the crowd, wave. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> uh, "Hey, everybody, yeah." <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, that was like the one time I've been roasted. It, it bombed, so I was like, "I'm okay with that." He, yeah. he didn't get any laughs. Yeah. So it wasn't even that good. 
that's uh, always scary. Uh, let's see, questions. Question. Jerry, do you guys cook? If so, what's your favorite thing to cook? I recently made meatloaf, and it came out bomb. Nice, dude. <laughs> Good shit. See? That's what I love. We get comments like this. Mm-hmm. So real. So man. genuine. So personal. Genuine. He's still thinking about it, man. He that made was... that three days ago. He's still... To be fair, Jerry wanted to just brag about his meatloaf. I don't, but... I don't even care what you guys make because I'm making this fire. Uh, the only thing I'll cook is be the like chick, br- chicken breast and vegetables. Super boring. It's just trying to eat clean, be healthy. Yeah. I make a mean, mean mac and cheese right out the box. I can slap a sandwich together like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> Pop, Pops is the only one here that like gets in and gets down with the cooking. Brought over the yeah. precision cooker. On Christmas, we did steaks. It was dope. Yeah, them boys get down. There's only like a handful of things I can actually make, like spaghetti and all this simple shit with like ground beef. This plus this equals this. Yeah, like I think chili, stuff like that. From the past like year or so, I kind of made an effort to kind of cook for myself and try not to eat out so much because it does get expensive. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of viewed cooking more as like a hobby. And then it just became like a thing that I did. Like yeah. working out. It yeah. doesn't it's not something I go, oh, I have to dedicate one hour of my time to do this. It's like it just became part of my living structure. Right. Mm-hmm. I just hate the cleanup, man. I was just about to say that's that's the that's the key is learning how to cook and clean at the same time. The cleaning, dude. Oh. Last time I did the chicken and vegetables was like months ago. I was like in the new house. I was like, finally I'll cook something. I made enough food for myself for like a week. And the cleanup and the cooking took so long. I was like, wasted my whole day. Ugh. I was like, it's not worth it. And then by the fourth day, the food's all fucking gross. I just, you got to <laughs> like get into a rhythm and you have to have a system down. And it's yes. like, given what we do, I'm like, just, just fucking no- postmate something or pick up a yeah. teriyaki bowl or something fast, dude. Like There's I'm trying to no finish time. this thing. There's no time. It's so much more time efficient to pick up food, but I know it's not, you know. But for motherfuckers out there trying to save some money, cook for yourself. If you got the time, do it because yeah. you will definitely save a lot of money. And you get to, like, because the food price comes down, you can eat nicer foods, right? Yeah. You can get yourself some salmon and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, my, boy, uh, my boy Matt G came in. He said, who or what would you say developed your guys' sense of humor? Was it a movie or a particular comedian? Um, I say, like, little bits and pieces of a yeah, bunch would, of different things. We always things. say South Park. South Park is a big one, obviously. Um, Chappelle, Louis C.K. Yeah. All those Crystalia, um, TV yeah, shows we watched growing up, you know, Simpsons. Yeah. A uh, lot of Simpsons. It's going to sound corny as fuck, but trying to make my little brother laugh, you know, doing funny voices and things like that. No, You know, I that's think true. that's, I think that genuinely built some type of sense of humor. Yeah, not to be twice as corny, but I'll say that I got a lot of my sense of humor from this guy right here mm-hmm. over the years. Cause I mean, when I started out, like I said it before, happened. when I started out in front of the camera, I was just froze up, but just over the years, just being around it so much, I feel like it's definitely something you can kind of develop defense mechanism for sure. Oh yeah. And <laughs> I grew up high as, school. I grew up as a fat kid. So if you could make fun of yourself first, better than the bully could, mm-hmm. then you would make him look like a beta cuck. Yep. Yep. So. Yeah. I figured a lot of self deprecation me yeah. as well. A little twig. Back in high school. Yeah, developing it to make friends and get by. And, and, and possibly talking to girls. My adolescence. Yeah. If you can make chicks laugh, then you could be as ugly as a fucking doorknob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you said ugly as a what? Doorknob. He's <laughs> like a door, Dorgon. I was like, what? dude, <laughs> Dorgons are ugly as fuck. Yo, Dorgons are the ugliest. I was like, it's like a Star a Trek you've alien. Never, <laughs> you've never be seen a ugly Gorgon? as a Gorgon, <laughs> and you can fucking pull some tail, dog. Just be funny as long as you're making these hoes laugh. <laughs> ugly as a Gorgon, dog. Um, yeah, I've known it. That's like the that's the other. First adolescence was like, oh God, I need to make friends, so I'll be funny. And now it's like, oh, well, you gotta be funny, man. If you want to mm-hmm. talk to some girls, you gotta be Survival funny. Survival of the fittest, man. Yeah, yep. yep. so you gotta come out with something. Um, let's see. Have you guys been asked to be on other podcasts? Uh, Actually, yeah. Some here and there. Also, yeah. if you guys were to blow up even more, who would who would you want shouting you out or showcasing your content? Hmm. Well, that's a really good question. Uh, Drake, if he wants to come do some duos on Fortnite, I'd <laughs> yeah. greatly appreciate that, man. It worked out pretty well for Ninja, I'd say. Oh, but then you got to play Fortnite. Oh, but then you're... Oh, yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, there's level of success, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the ninjas of the world have v- very different problems than what I have. Oh, yeah. Like, Ninja has to deal oh, yeah. with people that are clipping all of his stuff to make him look like an evil person at every single <laughs> second of the second. Yeah, yeah. Your struggles are different. You're more like, how could I look less like a Gorgon? <laughs> yeah, how could I look less like a Gorgon and try to talk to girls? <laughs> He's thinking about, be what, funny? Do I, what do I do with all this money and all these women? Yeah. We're going, how do I look less like a Gorgon today? How do I be How do I be funny for a female? How do I be less Gorgon? Um yeah, a few podcasts have reached out here and there. Uh, I, I think guess it's just uh, realistically, I would just want a a nice, simple trajectory of success. I don't want a spike. Yeah, like overnight. Yeah, I don't like want a spike. Did. Yeah, because yeah, I feel like when that happens, then you don't know how to handle it. Yeah, you, you wouldn't mm-hmm. know what to do in that situation. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah, your yeah. your odds of getting murdered are now multiplied. <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, there's a price on your head for real. Uh, uh, somebody <laughs> else showcasing our stuff though. Um, oh, mm. I think it's always kind of nice, like the uh, Phil DeFranco had like yeah. he showcased the Scooby Doo. I think that's cool. Yeah, other YouTubers, it's always cool whenever they oh. give us a shout out. Oh um, yeah, uh, I know Donkey showed us off like a couple years ago. I mean, it's it, it's cool to be appreciated by your peers. Yeah, I mm-hmm. remember uh, there was a time where we really wanted to be on the HVH3 podcast, like when they were first getting started. We always thought that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, a lot of other YouTubers kind of with the similar senses of humor and stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that YouTube rewind, though. Fuck that. Hell no. Not Will Smith. Oh, that's hot. Mark Ass Brown. He said, it's rewind time. Can we forget this happened? So Mark Ass Brown. King Taco. We tried King. uh, Someone asked, Gabriel asked, have you guys ever tried King Taco? Oh, yeah, we have. We tried King Taco. It's all right. Louis Louis adores it. Louis loves it. It's okay, dude. People do love to say that it's the best and... Yo, it's, it's not. Okay. It's not the best. Yeah, I got a hole in the wall place over here that beats any place by miles, and mm-hmm. it's just you know you walk in and it's they got the 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 candies in the front, and it's just a little hole in the wall. It's not the best looking place, but god damn, is that food when, amazing? When you walk into a taco spot, the building needs to be fucked up. You want to know why? Because they're not putting their time and effort into the building and the upkeep. They're, they're hustling putting, that food. They're putting their time and effort into the tacos the and how nice that salsa is going to taste so salsa. it has to be a requirement 
your taco place has to look like shit on the inside yes. for it to be good food. It's just common sense. So you got the guy come in with the guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, here comes a guitar guy. What I go through for some good tacos, but it's worth it. <laughs> I'm telling you. Let's see. Questions. Questions. Who else? Who else we got? What's something, Dinner Man? So, what's something you guys always wanted to dub, but never felt there was enough? Wait, but never felt there was enough content for a dub? Yeah, I, I have one off the top of my head. I always wanted to do pro wrestling, whether it was like the actual like Ooh. interviews between pro wrestlers or like mm. the backstage segments of it. But I think it's so out of context, and you can make it do. You can make them talk about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's almost too much content. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the only one yeah. I, I, that we kind of did that was like that was the Valentine's one from like fucking oh, two thousand. Yeah, yeah, that's the year right. Two thousand ten or some shit. Mm-hmm. Was was it Mister Wonderful? Mister Wonderful's Valentine's <laughs> what set a for fucking Hulk Hogan. Name. What a fucking name <laughs> for a wrestler, Mister Wonderful. Mister Wonderful, <laughs> it's like that's awesome. Right. Um, forgot about that dub. I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. There's this one clip I remember we did for Ghost Adventures, and there was like this Jewish guy i think or he was like really really small looking he was just really funny looking we tried to make him rap because we're just like that's the last thing this guy would do but like oh, we're, yeah, let's make him rap right. about ghosts and it turned out to be a hit the clip is only like two minutes long or something we made like a that. separate video yeah, right? it was a fun yeah. Job. yeah but i remember just thinking like i wish i wish there was more like footage of this guy from this episode just talking all sporadic like he was because it made for some really funny mm-hmm. really funny dubbing uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there. It's 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 easy to think of stuff we want to do that has plenty of stuff rather than stuff that we can't do because we feel like there's not enough. Was, he had an interesting, not enough yeah, he had content. an interesting twist on that. He's like, where you think there's not enough content. Ooh, not enough oh. content. Yeah, so I don't know what that would be exactly, but never felt there was enough content. Hmm. I, I don't just know. wish there was more clips of that guy rapping. Yeah, I so wish there was more. I just wanted the show based on that guy. Yeah. TLC has some bangers, just like the Mattress Bitch, and that's what we're working on for the next one. So we're getting into that, and there's a lot of good stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. When are you going to start playing Minecraft? Never. <laughs> no interest in playing Minecraft. Never played No it. interest in playing Fortnite. What about Rust? When are you guys going to play Rust? If you guys could... Uh, play one game for the rest of your life what would you choose and why mm. uh it would have to be like a game that's almost endless in terms of content right like replayability yeah. for me it'd be dragon ball fighters just because fighting game it's amazing and you're always gonna have replay value because you're always fighting people so until that day where you realize i put millions of hours i am perfect no one can beat me. I the game un- now has no purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn it. So it's like, fuck, dude. Damn it. I don't know, man. Like, I would... Fuck, dude. Smash Bros, maybe? <sighs> that's really hard to pick, dude. Because it has to have the replayability. Probably online multiplayer. Something, yeah. I was thinking the lines of, like, Diablo 2. It'd have oh, to wow. be online, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I was watching a stream. Team Fortress 2, maybe? I was watching a stream of a guy who, who strictly plays shit Diablo 2. And his one of his streams is he's trying to find every single item in the game. Whoa. And there's like uh, there's there, items that are like one in a million chance of dropping. Yeah, they're like thousands of items, right? Yeah, and so Holy yeah, he, he's trying to get every single item in the game. I was Oof. like, well, that's a way to extend the life of that game. <laughs> Imagine he's like 95 years old on his deathbed. Clicking. Finally, I've got the last item. I can die now. <laughs> I'll see you soon, Diablo. <sighs> yeah. 
it's really tough. Almost impossible to pick one game forever. Yeah. Oh, let's see. Eighth Star. I always wanted to know what type of music do you guys listen to? I'm a huge rap fan. Old school, new school, and, and I even like a bit of 80s rock. I know Damon likes 21 Savage, but I've always been curious who you guys listen to regularly. Thanks. Hmm. Uh, a lot of tribe called Quest, oldies. I'm big on the rap stuff. We're uh, really into old school rap. Old school, new school, just like you. Yep, yep. A bit of 80s rock. I'm right there with you. Yep, yep. The only thing I don't like is country music. Hate country music with a passion. I, we're all kind of on I the think same I can agree with that. page. I don't know what yeah. Bob's listening to now. I don't listen now. to country. I can't stand mm-hmm. country. Uh, there's maybe a few country, like old school, like Kenny Rogers type stuff that I might just like, oh, it's nostalgically in your kind of like back of your mind but i i listen to everything but country yeah me too and i can't stand dubstep i cannot stand I like, like, EDM I like electric i like electric i can get kind of down with it but dubstep specifically just grinds my gears yeah yeah i mean i don't mind edm shit but when you're out at like a club or somewhere and they're bumping it the entire night it's like yo how long can i fist bump to this shit like are we really listening to this the, the entire time we're here uh, like when i'm around the house if i have to like clean or something i'll put on some fucking some fucking, you know, well, some R&B. Well, Ray Charles, a little bit of James Brown, a little bit of some soulful, some soul blues. We, th- I say this often. This is a soulful house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'll tell Alexa to play some fucking Ray, when Nana Ray comes Charles, over and Milt she starts Jackson. singing them tunes. Ooh. Yep, yep. Um, uh, the newer shit, though, um, I mean, just whatever's playing on the radio, like a lot of Migos, whatever's catchy. Uh, I really like 21 Savage because I feel like he's 21. He's one of those people that actually like has lived what he raps about. Like when he's talking about like shooting and shit, he's actually done all that. So it's like the old school dang, days dang. of rap when yeah. it wasn't just fake. Um, you know, when I'm at the gym, I'll put on like a. You know, uh, some sort of like Drake or Migos type some, of radio on Pandora, and I'll get that bangers. Pump. Um, and then uh, you know, when I'm around the house, something more bluesy R and B kind of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I when know. I'm working, I like I listen to podcasts. And you're working? Yeah, <laughs> I don't listen to music. I I I do listen to music, but I more big often to listen to death podcasts. metal guy back in the day. Back in my mm-hmm. angsty days, he loved his Amana Marth, but. Uh, all-time favorite, all-time favorite, Michael Jackson. Always throwing some Michael Jack, on. Timeless. Here yeah. and there, just timeless. Just the king, always one of the best good. to ever do it. Gabriel asks, for Justin, how long did it take for you to grow that luscious gentleman beard? What do you do to maintain it? Next on Answers. <laughs> um, How long did it take? I don't know, a month? And just kind of. Yeah, at what point does it stop becoming the growing phase and becomes full beard? Um, yeah, guys, what's it for people like me who don't know the beard life? I would what say, is it like, assuming genetics are like normal, not like Damon, who's you know can only grow beach, uh, peach fuzz on his chin. <clears throat> I say about four four weeks is probably about yeah, the, a month, the right? time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, around there. You know, when you the look- first two weeks are pretty scratchy, and then at that third week you look terrible i don't know i guess it depends on the <laughs> hair that you got coming out of your face yeah. mine's never been itchy ever mine's very soft feel free to touch it i think once it's grown in and settled like mine doesn't itch but like never if itchy. i shaved down and then regrew it again i'd be like oh, do God. you have to do the shit where you like shampoo it and wash it in the shower i fucking and condition it i fucking shampoo condition. it i just yeah. go from the top and I bring all the all the soapy suds on down here interesting and conditioner, down here. conditioner works down. wonders 
When you look like a Gorgon, you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to cover up whatever you got. And don't trim your beard, for God's sake. Jesus Christ, well, it's you know not what? that Hold hard. On. You know what I don't like seeing? And I, I know I'm one to talk because I can't grow shit, but when guys that can't grow shit try to make... They grow their beard out like it's full. Yeah. So you just got a bunch of just thin beard. Mm. It's the, not a good look. And yeah. too many people are trying to rock that. If you can't grow it, just... Embrace the fact that you can't grow it. There's Don't grow out the thin hairs. There's like different layers to it, right? So there's the guy that can just get like one hair here, one hair here, one hair here. And then there's the guy that can get like a real thin, awkward one. And there's like a little thin. And there's like kind of there. And there's like a full beard. And then there's like the guys that are nuts where it's like so thick. It's like, dude. Yeah. Like I wish in a way I thought it'd be kind of funny. I was thinking about the one I have now. I was like, I wish I could grow like almost like almost comically big beard. But like, I can't. Because God it, of War Kratos big? Well, his is more, man, I don't know, more like a big shape. You know what I mean? Like, right. Not like mm. hilarious, but like a big beard where people are like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a beard guy. But I can't do that because it, it, once it passes the, the overall just like a few inches from my face, then it starts getting thin and you don't oh, have a yeah. shape. Straggly. You, it, yeah, you can't get like a shape out of it. Like some people can have like actually like bulbous and like yeah. curls yeah, on itself yeah. and it's like full like i can't do that but i can grow like a decent that's like, when is... oiling your beard and brushing it and trimming it correctly comes into play now we're maintaining mm -hmm. a beard <laughs> and a that's a lot of work with the yeah. hair growing on his it's face so it's really funny but it's Wait. like the only thing like i can get standing out in public of a lineup and people go hey that's a nice beard mm -hmm. like we were at the bar last night i don't know why every time that happens i'm fucking pissing and i'm passing by guys <laughs> guys in the thing yeah, it's fucking sick beard, dude. I'm like, thanks, bro. Nice dick, bro. Nice dick, man. That's really nice. <laughs> shape. Well, they always say that. <laughs> I, I, although I Gorgon's did... got a nice dick on him. <laughs> I thought I wasn't gonna be a beard guy. I thought my my pattern was gonna be too thin. Mm. But then Justin's like, you should just do it. And I was like, fuck it. I was during like a period of time where I had like a couple weeks where I could look like a hobo. Mm -hmm, so I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. give it a shot. And I was like, I'm never going back. Yeah. But you got to go to the the only thing for maintaining is you got to, you know, don't let it get, don't let it grow when it's all thin and you can like see, trim it. You could see through yeah, it. Yeah, trim it. And if you yeah. can see through it, that's when you know it's come on. Like, mm -hmm. if you it get, can't you get make it shaped a shape. up, if it can't make a shape, yes. go to the go to the barber. And I always tell him because the sides will grow out and then you look chubby like Santa Claus, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I just tell him if you could just have it fade in so it almost is like a not a complete like triangular shape. But bring the sides in, you know, fade it. Um, Sculpt my face so I don't look Very them. interesting yeah. conversation. I'm sure the women listening are just thrilled. Well, I'm sure all, the all, women that like this like beards. So oh, actually, they're it. probably like, what is it like growing fucking yeah. hair on your face? Yeah. Fuck shaving your legs. That shit's, oh, fuck that. Yikes, dude. Big yikes. But yeah, you got to get shaped up. Don't look like a hobo. You got to make it look nice. Um, <laughs> Don't look like a Gorgon out here in these streets. Any progress on the board game stream? Yes, we got some plans. Taylor asked progress on the board games. Yes, we're going to do board games. Yes, 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 yes. Is part of the plan. It's happening. Uh, we're working on that. It's going to be with really a, cool. With a little bit of green screen integration. Uh, there's a question. You rocked my world. Yep, we know. Is that it? I think Is we went it? it through it. I think that might be it. Wow, we went through uh, just about most of them. Thank you guys for... Uh, Lending us your questions, your these, inquiries. Yeah, these were some really good questions too, guys. And we'll open up the floodgates for questions every time, so we get a little more, <clears throat> a little more Gorgon stuff to talk about. Yeah, we're thinking about making that like its own reward on Patreon, possibly, or including like, it in the rewards, or maybe. including it. Yeah, sweetening um, the deal. Yeah, yeah. So whenever we 
we release a new podcast, we always give you guys like the option to ask us more shit. Yeah. And it could just be its own segment on every episode. Maybe Patreon question time. Wait, wait. <laughs> Patreon question time. Something um, like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, like thank that. you guys. The fantastic questions. We'll fantastic, fantastic questions of a fantastic podcast. Uh, fantastic. Shout out to all the patrons who uh, helped out with the asking the questions as well as yep, yep. listening and supporting us. You fantastic people. We appreciate you. We will see you in the next one. Yay! Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.